0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Julie R., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, August 22nd, 7 a.m., Eastern Standard Time meeting. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 85, and we'll be starting with the second paragraph, reading through three paragraphs, and comments will be on all. Today's readers are Leslie M., Lisa H., and Allison L., The Share ID for Monday, August 21st, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Meeting is 10,334. The 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Meeting is 10,336. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA, to those who still suffer our sole purpose our fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers at a vision for you big book study our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of overeaters anonymous i will now ask allison l to read the 12 steps
1: yeah, thanks for your service. Good morning. This is Allison, will Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Ohio. Step one, we admit we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles
0: in all our affairs. Thank you, Allison L. I will now ask Sherry G. to read the 12 traditions.
2: Good morning. May I be heard? Yes. Thank you. Uh, This is Sherry G. in Chicago, recovering but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, radio, Films, television and other public media of communication and 12 anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities thank you
0: thank you Sherry G how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the direction for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book and we're on page 85 with the second paragraph. Much has already been said. We will be reading through three paragraphs, ending with what corrective measures should be taken. Comments on all. I will now ask Leslie M. to begin reading.
3: Good morning, Julie. Thank you so much for your service. This is Leslie M. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Long Island, New York. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, We have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further and that means more action. Step 11 suggests prayer and meditation. We shouldn't be shy on this matter of prayer. Better men than we are using it constantly. It works if we have the proper attitude and work at it. It would be easy to be vague about this matter, yet we believe we can make some definite and valuable suggestions. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time Or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we can pack into the stream of life? But we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. Um, Once again, I'm Leslie M., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. There's so much in this three paragraphs. Um, it says, much has been already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all power and knowledge. And I, uh, I am lucky enough to, you know, have been starting to feel that. You know, I, I often feel that God is um, right behind me, behind my right shoulder. And, and if I'm confused or if I need a direction, I just look over my shoulder and say, okay, what's next? So I'm really glad to have had that part of the, the program be working for me, um, you know. And, but then it says, of course, that we need more action. You know, we need more action, action, action. And, and so we're, we're into step 11, which is prayer and meditation. Um, I've often, I often pray a lot, sometimes constantly, depending on my situation. But it's always uh, most of my prayers are thank you, thank you, thank you or, um, you know, thy will, not mine, be done. Um, because I just have to be a, be reminded every day that this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be of maximum help and usefulness to God and others around me. Um, and I'm not looking to, um, you know, always have my way happen. Because I know that I'm not in charge of anything. You know, my powerlessness comes up all the time. And then it goes on to, um, to list the nightly review of, as part of the 11th step. And I have to say that before, when I came into the vision meeting, I didn't know that this was, I thought step 10 was the nightly review. So um, I'm glad to have, you know, had that straightened out for me and, and understand that, you know, and I do, I go through these questions and, um, you know, I, I answer them every night, you know, between me and my God. Um, you know, it says here, um, um, were we thinking of ourselves most of the time or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we could pack into the stream of life? Um, that's one, one thing that I try to remember to do every day. Um, after making our review, we ask God's forgiveness, inquire, inquire what corrective measures should be taken. And, um. A long time ago on the line, I had asked a question about the difference between step 10 and 11. And um, one of the answers that I received was that step 11 is more global, um, you know, overall. What can I be working on today when I do this review at night? What can I, what can I work on tomorrow to be have uh, things better in my life? Whereas step 10 is that, you know, spot check on the on the moment when I'm in it. You know, uh, let me do the work so that I'm not still in that resentment or fear. And, um, you know, and this this is just, it, it's just changed my life, you know, um, having gone through the steps in the big book. And, um, you know, being at step 11 is um, is great because this has always been my favorite step, uh,
0: the prayer and meditation.
3: And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Leslie M who would like to share on the paragraphs that were read on page 85. That is from Boston. Larry R- T- R- okay. K. Okay. Nope. Hold R- on. Matt. Hold on. Matt M. Lisa B. Katie G. We're going to take three more right now. Roger R- F- F- Laura H. H- heard Roz. I heard Roz something. R- so R. Kim G. Okay. Kim G. Nicole P.
4: Larry, Larry, and,
0: okay. okay, Nicole P, and we're going to stop there, and Larry will be after. Okay, let's start with Matt M, followed by Lisa B.
5: Thank you, Julie. Can you hear me? Yes. Good morning, everyone. This is Matt Inverable over here from New Jersey. Yeah, Step 11. I really haven't been really good on the, on the on the process of prayer. I've had a lot of things personally go on in my life, and I really haven't been praying to my morning meditations or my morning prayers like I was supposed to do, like I was doing for a while, then I stopped doing it for a while. And uh, Step 11, I'm not on Step 11 yet, but uh, I do have to do, and I, I do kind of do a mini nightly review to myself, if I've been selfish, like yesterday I was selfish, I stole that I shouldn't have stolen. So I had I had to write that down for myself. I have to tell my sponsor about how my dishonesty got me kicked out of my, my day program that I was going to because I was dishonest at first So my counselors, they someone saw me eat the food and I denied it at first too. So I basically, you know, shoot myself in the foot and I basically don't I basically don't have a connection to my higher power right now. And that's the reason why I'm struggling with the food and um I have to realize that prayer and meditation is there to help me to get centered in the morning, and um, after the meeting, that's what I plan to do. I, I usually, I'm supposed, I'm supposed to do it when I first wake up in the morning, but I didn't do it this morning because I couldn't sleep. I haven't been feeling well. So I plan on doing that afterward, doing some prayer meditation and trying to get connected and, and centered so I can go through my day, and I'm just grateful just for, for today. I have the willingness to be honest about where I'm at. I'm not not in the worst place. I'm not in the best place. I'm just stuck, and um, hopefully that can help me. My higher power will help me get stuck as I take the next right action to help myself get better one day at a time. With that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Matt M. Lisa B, followed by Katie G.
6: Good morning. This is Lisa B, a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. And thank you, Julie, for your service. Um, I need a new center. You know, self centeredness is my problem. and. This step is going to help me build that new center, but I'm reminded that in step two, I'm taught that lack of power is my problem, but it's not until all the way now here in the big book on page 85 that it's talking about, it's telling me that I've become aware of this vital sixth sense. So, I need to keep doing the work. I need to do the steps between two you know and and where we are now to access that power it 's like when I was younger, I used to try and um, devise a little system with my sister for her to give me little codes you know when I was getting really mean and nasty to others, and she would give me little keywords you know because i didn 't want to have my temper go crazy i don 't have the ability to change myself i don 't have the ability to access this power and I would think about in Bill's story when he talks about the worldly clamors that blot out that power. You know, worldly clamors come on me all the time. They can come on in this meeting. I start to think about what I want to say and how I'm going to sound and how I'm going to appear. And that just all blocks me. For my higher power. I'm so grateful for this discipline of Step 11 that we're getting into. And it is a discipline I need to practice and do every day. I'm never going to arrive. But it's going to feed me and sustain me. And it's going to keep me unblocked. That self-centeredness comes back. And that new center, I need to keep growing it. That vital sixth sense is what is going to keep me going. And I love these questions that I can ask myself every day. And I do ask myself every night. I write them out. To myself, and I email them to me, and I prayerfully look at it. But it doesn't take me a long time; it just takes me a few minutes, and it gives me also a game plan for the next day. And it keeps me reminded that worry, remorse, or morbid reflection is another way of diminishing my usefulness to others. Um, so with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Lisa B. K D G, followed by Roz R.
7: Hey, Julia. Can I be heard?
0: Yes, you can.
7: Good morning, guys. Katie G, Recovered, Compulsive, Lower Eater, Anorexic, and Bulimic. Thanks so much, Julie, for your service starting my timer. Wahoo. So I heard um, when this book was written that meditation wasn't like the Buddha, right, like having that enlightened experience and arriving, but that meditation during that time was like a soldier thinking about, okay, these are the people that died today, Uh, these are the people I need to put in tomorrow to my battle, and this is the plan for tomorrow, right? And so there are three parts of my step 11. um, And the first part that I do when I retire at night, and I sit down and I do a formal review, and I do my resentment turnarounds, if there's a 10th step that I'm still seizing over, and it's very important for me to look at that and look at where I'm blocked because that is the difference between me and food is being blocked in resentment, um, dishonesty, selfishness, and fear. And I do a fear turnaround when I have a fear. Um, And then, but again, I love what someone said. I don't use it to beat myself up. I add a gratitude list. So I have this information, right? Okay, KDG, this is where you fell short. Um, You know, but let's not move. Let's give it to God. Let's ask God, okay, God, I messed up. How am I going to do better? So then I pray and I take quiet time. And then I get up and I use that information to inform my prayer, my quiet time, my calls with you guys. I call you. I say, hey, guess what? I'm being really impatient again at work. I'm gossiping again at work. What helps you? How do you stay accountable? And so what I love about step 11 is that it like, so then I'm like going through my day and I'm falling short. Oh, step 10. And then I use step 11 because I'm praying. And so they like feed each other. And then the best part is like, the more I grow in step 11, the more I understand, like, what step I'm on, right? Like, what character defect am I working on the most right now? Or not working on it, right? Because only God can remove it. I got it. But, like, what do I really need to pray? Like, God, I I was you know I was really short with my husband. I blamed him because guess what? The elevator broke again, you guys, and I had to make new keys, and I couldn't get in to take care of the dog, and it was really frustrating. So I blamed it on my husband, right? But that's not a nice thing to do. So, God, today in my prayer, like after I've done the turnaround, after I've made amends to Evan, I say, okay, God, how can I be a good wife tomorrow in my prayers at night? And then in the morning, how can I be a good wife today? And I use that in my meditation. And um, I'll just close with this. I, I listen verbally to pages 84 to 88 every day because these are my orders. And what a privilege. I'll just close with this, Julie. What a privilege. I never knew how to live my life. Guess what? There's not a minute that's not covered now. And so I'm just going to keep using this um, and walking shoulder to shoulder with you guys. Have a great day. Bless.
0: Thank you, Katie G. Roz R. followed by Kim G.
8: Uh, can you hear? Can I be heard? Yes. Hi. Thank you. Um, this is Roz R. Um, from Florida. Only not there yet. Two more days and I go home. I'll start my timer. Recovered and grateful. Thank you for your service and thank you everyone for being on the line. Um, I, I love these things that we read today and the, the, the line that I'm going to focus on in what we read is after making our review, we ask God for forgiveness and inquired what corrective measures should be taken. Um, that, that helps me so much in my daily prayers because, uh, this helps me focus. It helps me uh, get quiet because that was one of the hardest things for me to do was was to get quiet and pause and listen uh, for God's answers. And so, after I review all these, and I have a great little app um that i take I take it through just about every night going through these questions. and then at the very end, I do I ask God's forgiveness and ask what corrective measures um can be that I should take to be a better me. And I work on that every day um one of the things that i thought about when this was being read today was a little story that i heard in regards to prayer that i wanted to just share before i close and it was about this father who was going past his little child's bedroom and the child was on his knees and he was saying the alphabet over and over and over and over and over and the father walked in the room and he said johnny what are you doing and the little boy said daddy i'm praying and the father said johnny you're not praying you're saying the alphabet over and over and over Little boy looked at his father and he said, Daddy, I don't know how to say what I want to say to God. So I figured I'd give him all the letters and let him pray for me. So that's sometimes how I feel. I don't know what I want to pray. I I actually don't say the alphabet over and over and over. But you know what? A lot of times when I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed, and like I've been where, in the situation I'm in right now um, at my daughter's for almost over two weeks now helping out, um, a lot of times when I go to bed at night, I just say, It's like I have a God box, but mine is home right now. And so I'll just take my prayers and I'll just say, God, I'm giving it all to you. You know how to handle this. And you know what? Miracles have been happening day after day since I've been here. And I'm just so grateful. So I'm grateful for you guys. I don't think I could have made these uh, two weeks without tuning in to this meeting. And look forward to meeting you all at the conference. So lots of love to everyone. And I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Rob. R. Kim G followed by Nicole P.
9: Good morning, Julie. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from South Jersey. What could we have done better and what corrective measures um, should be taken? You know, someone pointed out the difference earlier between 10 and 11. 10 is that that right now step, I'm disturbed now. And 11 is three practices. So right now we're going over the evening practice, there's a morning practice and pausing throughout the day. Because we've been, you know, realizing in step two that we need access to a power. And in step 11, I get access to a power. I get a connection to a power. But I often like to use the analogy of marriage. If you go through this whirlwind romance and then you get on this altar and you say, I do, but then you never talk to your husband or you never work on the relationship, what is that relation going to look like in six months, six years, six decades? You know, we have access to a power now. But the question is, am I gonna cultivate that relationship? And how do I cultivate that relationship? Through 10 and 11. You know, for myself, I often will take other parts of the book, especially 60 to 62, and I will use that as part of my step 11. Because 60 to 62 tells me what I'm like when I don't have a relationship with a higher power. So I, I use that as a testing point in my step 11. You know, am I still the victim of the delusion that I can wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world? Am I, in my best moments, still a producer of confusion and harmony? Because those two questions, corrective measures and what can I do better, really is the difference for me between 10 and 11. Because, see, I learned these relationship prayers in step 4. I've created ideals. And as I go through 10 and 11, what I personally have done is I've created ideals for all areas of my life, for work, for family, towards institutions, just towards being a citizen of the United States. So when I do my review at night, when I'm saying what could I have done better or what corrective measures could be taken, I now have a North Star. I have these ideals of who me and my higher power said I should be in these relationships. And I can look to see how I measured up. And then I can say for tomorrow, this is how I'm going to continue to work towards that goal. Um, and And I just want to end with this, that I heard this and I thought it was beautiful. You know, when we want to get physically fit, what do we have to do? We have to move. But when I get spiritually fit, how do I do that? I have to be still. So this is the practice of being still so that I can hear my higher power. Because I don't know about you guys, but my ego, my disease, it screams in my higher power. So the only way I'm going to hear that whispering is to get still. And for me personally, that's why 10 and 11 is so essential. That allows me to get still so I can hear that still voice that I learned in We Agnostics that's down deep within me. And I'm not going to hear that unless I continue to do this practice on a daily basis. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Kim G. And Nicole P., you're next.
10: Good morning, everyone. I am Nicole P. from Georgia, and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive reader. And wow, much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him. I, you know, I consider the strength to be the willingness to seek direction from him, and the inspiration always encourages me to be the best version of me. And even when I'm not, he always requires honesty which will always tackle, okay, what defect am I what what's going on? If I'm back into my behavior before program like, oh, yeah, yeah, this happened to happen, he will he will sit me down and as was just said, I have to be still. Because it is only in those still moments that I am really truly vulnerable with him and I am honest with myself. I'm not angry with them. I'm angry at something else. And how wonderful. I don't have to react to everything in that stillness. Um, Direction from him gives me peace. Um, I, I pray and meditate in moments where I probably would have never done that before. I've prayed before I went into work in my car. Give me the strength, you know. And I've done it during my break. I've done it at bus stops. Because it's like the bus is taking forever. So why not utilize this time to have the best intimate conversation with God? And that's what I consider prayer to be for me. That's my love letter to him, our daily reprieve together. God, what will you have me do? Um, As stated in the paragraph prior, what we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual conditioning. Maintenance. When I think of this I think of the seventh step prayer on page seventy six, just the first part of it. I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I don't know about y'all but I know before a program I never wanted anyone to know the bad part of me. I just want to show the good. I want you to see how great I am, what great of a person I am and with my higher power, I don't care if he sees the bad because it is only through that that I can get to the good and I can share the best part of me and I can also share the worst part of me and together we always come to the conclusion that with his help through his strength inspiration and love I can get through today and I can say for today I am abstinent but for today I allowed myself to be vulnerable and you guide me and with that I will pass.
0: Thank you, Nicole P. And I'd like to introduce Irini M. And she's going to um, give us some great information.
7: Good
11: morning, my spiritual enthusiasts. I am delivering a special invitation to connect in person, witness our spiritual growth, and celebrate ourselves. The time has come to meet your spiritual brothers and sisters face to face to match the familiar voices of our hearts and experience each other's spirit of laughter and joy. It's time once again to reunite old timers and to embrace new ones, sharing our experience, strength, and hope, and living out the message that we were all meant to carry to taste each other's spiritual knowledge, inspire and fill our souls with the real food that we need to grow, and to be aligned with the power. It's going to be delicious and yummy because we will be nourished with the right food for our minds, hearts, and souls. Yes, our Vision for You weekend is back. We call it the Power of the Big Book Weekend 2017, and it's just 24 days away. It's a weekend of inspiration, education, motivation, and fellowship. September 15th to the 17th in northern New Jersey. But here's the most important part of my message you have just two days to book your reservation. Reservation closes August 24th, that's this Thursday. So come join us to experience an extraordinary opportunity to learn how the 12 steps can free you from the bondage of compulsive overeating. The big book is brought to life through the teaching and experience of those in whom the problem has been solved. Go to our website, www.avisionforyou.info. That's a vision number four, Y-O-U dot info and click on the link that says registration closes august 24th more information it is in this fellowship that you can seek out your deepest truth and your true purpose in life come and see the vision for you by unlearning what we think is true to set aside what we think we know so we can experience a new beginning a new vision The light is bright, the vision is clear, come see the truth, the electricity is felt, our hearts moved, and our minds shifted. Whether you need a spiritual tune-up or a spiritual jump start, come widen your spiritual journey even more. Vision for you was just blessed with a few additional scholarships. Now how exciting is that? If you are in need, please email your request to Katie one at gmail.com. That's F-I-S-H-E-R dot K-A-T-I-E one at gmail.com. So what are you waiting for? Let go of excuses and grab onto a gift of a lifetime. Come and find out what defines you or share with others what you are defined by. Remember, registration closes on Thursday. Looking forward to connecting with all of you, my dear spiritual brothers and sisters. You will walk away with no words, but a vibration of energy that's electrifying, an aliveness that can only be experienced in one room with many voices and one heart.
0: Thank you, Irini M. Um, So I'd like to invite the next group to share on the paragraphs that were read on page 85. I have Larry first. And who would like to share next? This is Larry. I got you, Larry. Laura H. Laura H. Shannon S. Shannon S.
12: Barbara
0: E. Um, Nancy what? H. And there was somebody else before Barbara E.
13: Lauren N.
0: Lauren N. And then um, Barbara, I'll put you down and we'll see if we have time for that. Okay, so let's go with Larry K. followed by Laura H.
4: Okay, Julie, thanks so much. Larry K., Recovered uh, compulsive reader. I'm from Chicago. Um, you know, um, to improve, Step 11, to improve our conscious contact, with God, you know, as we understand God, obviously, that's, that's a, a process of refinement. So I can't expect, to you know, to improve is, is, is we're going to get better over time by practicing this. So if someone's in private practice. If I'm in private practice, I don't have it all down. I'm, I'm practicing to get better every day. The thing is too, for me, um, you know, um, this is overeaters anonymous, right? I mean, I, I if I'm, if I'm in the food, <laughs> you know, um, um, that, that probably speaks volumes about where I'm at. It doesn't make me a bad person, but if I was in the food right now, as I'm driving here, um, and I'm, and I'm telling you about, you know, how to practice these steps in sequence, you know, I'm pro- probably not, and I've done that. I'm probably not the best person you know, years ago to, uh, to offer my opinion about, uh, Sequential process, you know, I step 11 is is the 11th step. It's certainly not the first step, although Although I think I tried to use it as the first step to pray my way into Not wanting the food for one more day Pray my way or meditate my way into feeling better. So I won't treat you poorly As you step on my toes and I step on your toes and I resent you and so forth See today it's something different for me. Today, um, step eleven is you know it gives us very specific instructions. People have spoken to that. It gives me you know it gives me <clears throat> te- you know methods in which and techniques in which to uh, you know to improve that conscious contact and to look at my day and to examine my my thinking because of course all action is born in thought. But you know let me always remember that. Faith without works is dead, you know, and I would add faith and prayer without works is dead. It's it's just it just didn't work for me. You know, I would pray harder. Maybe I can find I can call a hundred people and see how they pray, even though I haven't worked the steps in sequence, and maybe I'll get a good feeling and I won't chew you up and spit you out today, or I won't chew the Oreos up. It's different. This is uh this is the eleventh step in a sequential process and and thank goodness for that. With that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Larry K. Laura H. followed by Shannon S.
14: Hi, this this is Laura ha Laura H. in Chicago. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, I'm I'm just amazed at these these words. Um, they have saved me over and over in my three year walk, my journey, and it is something that has re- I've been reborn, and uh, I can get really choked up about it and emotional. I am certainly haven't arrived, but, you know, I had an opportunity. It's kind of sad, you know, but I feel like I've been given the opportunity to work my 12 steps up and down all day long. A lot of times I see these character defects popping up. And so the part on page 86, when we retire at night, we review our day. And we ask ourselves those questions. And, you know, what happened to me over this past weekend. I had a lovely experience. I mean, it was, such a, it was just such a gift. And I believe I was being of service. And it was a very vulnerable place to be. And because I have an ego that keeps coming after me, um, I got my feelings hurt, you know, during this situation. And it wasn't just once. It was throughout the day. And it just made me feel yucky. Um, so when I retired at night, that night, I could go through those steps. And then the, and then before I closed my eyes, I prayed my prayer. You know, God, thank you for my day. And I gave all my gratitude. And I'll just give this some example. Um, you know, gift of my beautiful family, uh, new friends in my life, recovery friends, calls from my fellows who have felt lost or sad, friends who accept me, a warm, beautiful home. You know, I go on and I give my gratitudes. I fall asleep. Of course, I ask God to show me what I need to do the next day. And sure enough, the next day, I have to get on the phone and make some calls to, you know, talk about the things that had happened the previous day. And um, because I was starting to feel uh, overwhelmed and I had to talk it out and I had to lean on others. And if if an amends was to be made, I needed to work through that. So what what a wonderful experience, because then the beautiful part was I just let it go. It doesn't sit in my stomach. It's no longer a resentment. And, you know, life isn't perfect. There's no black and whites. Um, What's my side of the street? And it was so cute because I was on the phone with my sponsee that next day because it kind of involved her and she said oh thank you so much thank you so much for this wonderful conversation because you're showing to me that you're working your side of the street and i was like oh that's you know she recognized that so um it there, well, well, there you go was that my ego <laughs> i don't know but her words touched me. So step eleven about prayer and meditation—that's where it's at. I have to have my morning meditation every morning, and every morning before I get on this phone, this phone, I have quiet time with with my HP, and that is where the whispers come. But I have to challenge myself to obey what God tells me All to right. do, and that's kind of tough. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.
0: Thank you, Laura H. Shannon S. Followed by Nancy H.
12: Good morning. This is Shannon S. recovered Compulsive Overeater, outside Buffalo, New York. Um, this step is so freeing. Um, at first, when um, I was looking at prayer um, and before I was recovered, I often gave God, you know, a list of to-dos in my prayer. You know, God, please do this. Please make this happen. And, um it was, it felt like a lot of pressure because it felt like, well, if I don't ask God specifically for certain things, then there's no way that it's going to happen. And that's all was my self will, my trying to run the show. And um, like I said, it it was a whole lot of pressure because basically, you know, I was trying to play God and in my disease and in my disease thinking, that's exactly what I try to do. I try to play God. And thankfully I have amazing recovered fellows in my life that, um, they hold me accountable and, um, point that out when, hey, Shan, you're trying to play God again, you know, cut it out. Um, and what are like two basic simple truths that we need to know in this program is there is a God and I'm not it. Um, but how quickly I can get right back there. And, um, you know, the word God conscious, God conscious, that is an amazing place. It's like this, um, this place of, um, of just total freedom, where it's not me. I'm not Shannon conscious. Um, I'm God conscious. And that also helps me to be um, awake and aware of being others conscious so I can serve God and serve others. Um, and, um, you know, with step 11, I love that it says it's suggests prayer and meditation. Um, you know, like so many fellows i've heard along my journey is when they hear that word meditation it's like oh my goodness what does that have to be they think of you know um maybe a stereotypical version of meditation but really i've heard it described and i just love the simplicity of it is prayer is talking to god and meditation is listening and i can achieve that in so many different ways it doesn't have to be um in a totally quiet area where I have my, my, you know, I'm sitting crisscrossed and my hands are folded and I'm totally in this Zen place. Maybe it might look like that for some people or it might look like that for me sometimes, but it doesn't have to be that way. And for me and my addict thinking of the all or nothing, the extremes, the black or white, um, I love that prayer meditation, that can be accomplished anywhere. Um, I just heard earlier, you know, at the bus stop, um, all the time, um, in my car, I have three little kids, and I'm shuttling kids and carpooling a lot. And some of my best prayer time and some of my best meditation time happens in, you know, in my mom mobile, <laughs> driving around <laughs> with uh, the kids. Sometimes I turn up the music, sometimes I turn it off, sometimes I put my headphones in. Um, and um I, again, when I when I first looked at this step eleven, I was like, "Ooh, that's scary," you know oh, thank you, um, I'll just close with this, is, uh, you know, I, I prayed only for God's will. Well, what is that? that that's got to be scary, not Shannon's will, but I know that um, every time that God's given me his will, um, somewhere along the way, he's given me the willingness um, to do that will, and it's always brought freedom. Thank you so much, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Shannon. S. Nancy H., followed by Lauren E., Hi,
15: this is Nancy H., a recovering compulsive overeater um, from Somerset, New Jersey. Um, thank you everybody for this morning and I really appreciated uh, for one thing, the distinction between step 10 and step 11. I actually had written in my big books next to the page on page 86, it says when we retire at night. I had actually written step 10 there and so now I understand and I realize how um, important it is. And I actually had thought of it before on the page before when it says at once. Um, so that step 10 is during the day and step 11 is part of the review, you know, of the day. So um, I'm trying to think, I mean, I have been struggling with food, um, actually just sugar. And, you know, so obviously I'm going through a little bit of confusion and it starts off very slowly. Um, and I'm just really trying to think because I went through all the steps with the sponsor, and I think that where it broke down was in this area. Um, I don't think I was active enough in step 11 because I know I did very thorough fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and I felt really good, eight, nine, and then I think it broke down in step 10 and 11 and really working my program. And probably not work, not picking up a sponsee to give it back to. So I'm going to, I don't know what to do. I'm probably going to um, reach out, I'm certainly going to reach out for help, but I'm not sure if I need to go through all the steps again, um, probably. But I'm already signed up to go to the convention, and I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about the prospect of getting and maintaining abstinence, which has, eluded me this past year so that's all i have i'm very grateful for all of you for being here and
0: with that i pass thank you nancy h lauren e followed by barbara e
13: good morning all this is lauren n uh can you hear me yes go ahead Uh, there's some background noise that's not mine Um, someone walking around a kitchen or something. Um, I am so grateful for this program and so grateful for everyone on this line. My name is Lauren N. and I'm from New York. And today is my one-year anniversary without sugar. And I am so grateful that I can say that. I never thought in my wildest dreams, I would be able to make it 24 hours without sugar. I've made it 365 days, not white knuckling it, thank God. (laughs) Gratefully in this program by working it one day at a time. I lived every single day to eat and eat and eat prior to coming into these rooms and thank God I'm able to say that I no longer live to eat, I eat to live. And I do it by doing a nightly review every night, every day, actually. I do it the morning after. And it's only through that that I'm able to get to a right head. I'm not great at doing my nightly, my 10 steps. But I know when I need to do them, and when I need to do them is when I'm in my disease and picking and picking up my, my disease, not necessarily my food, but my disease gets the better of me and kicks my butt. Every single day I do 10 and 11 and 12, not perfectly. And when I don't do it, I realize that I need to do it. thank you all for being on this line and thank you all for giving me the gift of 365 days without sugar. And I'm praying for another one more day and I can't wait to meet you all in person. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Lauren. And Barbara E., you're next.
16: Barbara East, are one to unmute. Thank you. I didn't hear my name being called. I was unmuting myself. I'm glad that there's time for me. Everything was absolutely so wonderful that I just wanted to claim my seat. I'm really glad for the clarification because I was always confused about what was at night and what was in the morning. Step 10. I have to make a list of my character flaws and see what I can do to change. And when I notice those flaws in someone else, I can pretty much guess I have the same one. It turns the magnifying glass on me so I can put my life in order, not yours. But step 11, the nightly review, how did I do? It's sort of like CNN or MSNBC. How was my presentation Was I resentful, selfish, dishonest, afraid? Do I owe someone an apology? Was I kind and loving? Was I thinking mostly of myself or you? And then, who knew, in the morning, my plan of action for the day based on what corrective measures might be taken by me uh, as a result of yesterday and the prayers for me. They vary. It might be simply thy will be done, the set-aside prayer, the acceptance prayer, the seven-step prayer, or just saying thank you, thank you, thank you. I need to listen, as someone said, for that still voice within me that's directing me to hopefully be a better person, the person that God wishes for me to be on this day. After the solar eclipse, I don't want eclipse the better me that's out there. I want the, the glaring reality, not fantasy. I've lived in fantasy too long. Thank you so much for your service, Julie, and for everyone who shared so
0: eloquently today. I pass. Thank you, Barbara E. And we have time for another share. Monica T Harlan T Uh, go Mm -hmm. ahead Monica T and Harlan if we have time I'll squeeze you in okay go ahead Monica
17: good morning Julie good morning everyone my name is Monica T and I am a recovered compulsive overeater and please time me I don't have my timer um so here we are into action, and we are being given explicit directions here in these pages. I love these pages because I didn't know how to do things. And here it's giving me in explicit directions of what to do when I retire at night. And the first thing I had here was we constructively review. Constructively. I'm not judging. I'm observing. I'm I'm identifying reality, a review of my day. How did it go? And of course, I'm asking myself, you know, the questions, you know, were my character defects popping up here? Was I resentful, selfish, dishonest, afraid? Do I owe an apology? Did I hurt anybody? Have I kept anything to myself? You know, is there anything secret or any negative energy going on here that I need to share with somebody else? Because this is the type of stuff that makes Monica feel uneasy. And when I'm uneasy, what's my default mechanism? You know, it's eat. My mind tells me I know how to make you feel better. So we're asking ourselves these questions. You know, are we kind and loving towards all? What could we have done better? You know, Bill's always stretching us here. He's always trying to get us to go a little little further. You know, what, what could I have done better? You know, were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Well, you know, that's our natural inclination to do that. And I'm a selfish person. It's always been about me. Now, with this way of life, what can I do for somebody else? How can I help somebody else? So it's a positive, constructive review of the day. And then they're warning us at the very end, but we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflections, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. So again here, this is constructive. I'm not beating myself up. I'm not judging. They're saying, don't get into this. You know, that's a little hamster wheel there. You don't need to get on. So it wasn't the best. What can I do tomorrow to be better, to work on this? I'm aware. Oh, you know, you were kind of impatient there with Mr. T today. All right, let's have a little more patience tomorrow. That's my goal for today, to work on that. And then we pray. There's lots of prayers here in Step 11. We ask God's forgiveness, you know, to be released and to release others. This is just so beautiful. And with that, I pass. And maybe Harlan
0: can speak. Thank you, Marika T. Harlan, you've got about a minute, so do a oh, speed share. Oh, man, it takes <laughs> me more than
18: that. Just to thank you, Julie, for your service, and thanks to Team Tuesday. Um, I'm glad Monica said about the constructively because that's where I was going. I didn't get a ye hot today, but okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to point out that it is Ann Smith, Dr. Bob's wife, who really insisted that Bill and Bob take that moment to get in touch with their creator. The reason that the nighttime section of 11 is first is because it is assumed we have been doing step 10s throughout the day and the 10 and 11 are separate and distinct things and somehow somewhere in the fellowship they got kind of mushed together. But step 11 is a separate Necessary step. Fact: People who pray and meditate recover better. People who pray and meditate meditate have a better chance at recovery. And with that, I will pass. Thank you so much.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Harlan. It is now time to close our meeting, and I'd like to thank everyone who shared. Um, We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And will Lisa H. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you, Julie.
19: Lisa H. recovered in Tennessee. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation